Welcome to Deadly Departed. The do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication. This show discusses all aspects of afterlife communication, grief and grieving, the paranormal, and of course, parapsychology. There's real stories, scientific discussion, and most of all, real learning from paranormal experts and researchers. Here's your host, author of Deadly Departed, renowned evidential medium and spirit interventionist, Jock Brokus. Hello, my friends. Happy Sunday. Uh, this is Jock here, and this is Deadly Departed. Today, we're going to talk about spirit guides, and this is another video in our, our quest for more information gathered from many questions that have come in, and something that I heard recently in a group uh, stating that uh, animals can be your spirit guide. So we're going to jump straight into that once we come back. God bless. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, firstly, let me apologize. This is Sunday. I haven't a shave. I kind of was in two minds. Will I have a shave? Will I come out? Will I, will I do this? And then I thought, no. And I'll just go on and I'll just record what we're going to talk about. And to make matters worse, my flonies started <laughs> leaking in my pocket. So, welcome back to Deadly Departed, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, today we're going to talk about um, spirit guides and spirit animals, as we said beforehand. And to make something quite clear, because I'd heard in a, in a, a group recently um, that the spirit animals were the people's, the person's, the individual's guides, spirit guides. And, and I kind of cringed. I thought, wait a minute, this is, it's kind of lulling the person into a false sense of security or the group into a false sense of security because one, it's dangerous because you start to put all your faith and your trust in a potential animal, an animal who's acting as your spirit guide or your spirit helper um, and guiding you through your life, um, which makes it a clear gateway for negative spirits and bad spirit guides to to influence you and and uh kind of cause you a lot of harm and cause you a lot of anguish and a lot of suffering over a, over a period of time but the reality is ladies and gentlemen there's two different ways of looking at this right there is a connection with spirit totems spirit animals and and it's not nothing just to do with the spirit world and mediumship. I mean, if we look at the spirit totem, spirit animals, it goes back to a lot of indigenous tribes, indigenous civilizations. For thousands of years, um, they put their, not their belief, but their perceptions or their faith or, or their protection or based on the animal kingdom. For instance, we look at the Native American totem pole and we have the eagles there, or we have a bear there, and these are their totem animals, these are their spirit animals. Um, but it didn't mean that the spirit animals were guiding them. And in the same in indigenous uh, civilizations, you know, in, even in Egypt, from back in the day, we have many animals that have a spiritual inference, okay? And so in the indigenous kind of understanding or the folklore or their perceptions the reality is is that the spirit animals the totem animals were a an influence were a spiritual influence they meant something either a catalyst to an awakening the catalyst for spiritual information but the reality is ladies and gentlemen that the a, a spirit guide is your guide you're, the animal on the other side is not going to be your guide. That is a false belief 
um, it, it, in my, uh, my perception or my, um, the way I think about it is, is my own opinion actually, is that the spirit, you know, the belief in the spirit animal being a guy is dangerous, right? Because if you put, as I said before, if you put your faith and trust in an animal to guide you through your spiritual development, you could easily be duped by negative and nefarious spirits. But how does it work? How is that connection with the spirit world and the spirit animal or the totem animal? Well, there's two ways. There's the influence of the individual medium or the person, right, by their spirit team, by their spirit guide that can influence them to be able to notice an, an animal. For instance, you're walking, you know, you're walking down the road or you're, you're out in the forest, you're walking and all of a sudden maybe a hawk lands in front of you or something or maybe you, you're you looking straight ahead to you but for some reason you feel, I, I, I'm going to turn and look in the direction, you know, over there and immediately you catch, and I'm not just saying a glimpse, but you catch a direct connection to a hawk or to an eagle or something like that. And I'll, I'll tell you a story about one of, one of them later. Um, and that's the way that your spirit team or your spirit guide is going to influence you to look in that direction. And there will be a significance to that particular type of animal that will relate to you. You may have recently been thinking about hawks or eagles or things. You may have a, an interest, an inclination that's driven towards that. And that is you being influenced by the spirit side of life, by your spirit team, your spirit helpers. And that sign that you see can be a catalyst to an awareness or an awakening of the spiritual self or sowing a seed within you of your spiritual development. And so that, that is one way. And the other way is that your same spirit team or your same spirit guide or your guardian angel will be able to influence this and on the other you know, side of things, be able to influence the animal kingdom. Because one, the animal kingdom is not materially tied to this world. They don't have the ego and the material perceptions and beliefs that we have. And they're very much closer in vibration and harmony to the spirit world. And therefore, it's easier for your spirit guide, your guardian angel, your spirit team to be able to influence that particular animal or even your loved one to influence in them. Which is why if you look at one of the videos that I did, I did recently, well, probably actually well, a while ago, I talked about signs of spirit, which is up here somewhere. And I talked about, um, and on the other side, I think we'd, talked about um uh, 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 uh. there's one i did i know i did signs of spirit but there's one i did uh, and i'll put it up here actually on signs of animals in the afterlife and how they they happen and you can go and watch that because it'll maybe give you some more information but the reality is i wouldn't want in an owl to become my spirit guide and start to guide me through my spiritual development in my life one, they don't have the same intelligent faculties that your spirit team have or that have maybe lived on this earth or a, or a guardian angel. They, they are limited in their, their spiritual faculties or they're limited in their um, vibrational match is, is a way to explain it. So they're not going to be able to guide you. If that had been the case in many seances back in the day and even modern day connections, 
um, you would have the materialization or you would have spirit animals talking and guiding and having intelligence beyond our human capability to be able to guide us through our life. No, they are a tool that is utilized uh, by the spirit team, by the spirit world. It's a tool that's used. And, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but your spirit team are going to be able to influence that particular animal and you and there's the connection which will have a connection to your spiritual awakening it could be a sign of your development a sign of your spiritual awakening a sign of of, of things to come or like i said in that video it could be signs of your loved ones it could be your spirit team showing you a sign that's connected to your loved one it could be your loved one who's developed far enough on the spirit side of life to be able to send you signs of butterflies and different other things because they're able to influence the the animal kingdom in that way energetically not negatively or any way lab but energetically through um thought transference and things like that and that's a nice segue into that thought transference because when you say you when you see that on that walk and you see that hawk or you see that owl you may have a predisposition that you love owls or you, 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 you love hawks and stuff like that and recently you've started reading about them or you've saw something there and that could be thoughts that are placed in by your spirit team um, to start awakening things in you and awakening you to the spiritual capacities within you and then sending you and making you because they actually know that that's happened and that bird has actually landed there, that eagle has landed there, they influence your mind, they put a thought in your mind to look in that direction and you see it and then it means something to you because there will be a vibrational connection, there will be a knowing deep inside you, there will be a clear cognizant knowing that that was um, a sign from my spirit team or a sign from the other side because it's influenced. The spirit animal the totem animal is not going to be your guide it will not intelligently guide you through your life your choices or anything like that and in fact if you even look at native america if you look at ancient folklore if you look at the ancient history of indigenous history, they never once really said and, and correct me if i'm wrong but they never once said that this bear came and started telling us what to do um it it, it just doesn't happen like that so um, I'm not being negative in any way, but I want you to learn the right information because the, the relationship you have with your spirit team, your spirit guides, your spirit helpers, your guardian angel is important. They will be the connection. They will be the catalyst to the other kingdom, the other side of life and the animal kingdom. So they're able to influence whilst they're also able to influence you as well. You're not being guided by a spirit animal. A spirit animal is not your spirit guide. That is wrong. And um, and if anybody can prove that to me from even in the past, then I'll stand corrected, but I, I very much doubt it. So um, the other thing, like I said, and I mentioned just previously, is that if you put all your faith and all your trust in an animal and you put all your, your focus and your attention on that particular animal and you miss all the other signs from the spirit world, it's very easy for you to be duped by negative spirits as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that's helped. I hope it's, asked, it's answered some questions. And if you've got any questions, then please, you know, hit me up on Instagram at Spiritual Medium. Or, of course, you can, you know, ask any questions um, by sending me a message from my website or... 
if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can just connect with me and, and uh, on there or anything that you want to just reach out. If I have the information, if I can answer, I will definitely answer. I will definitely get back to you. But also let me know, is this something you've been taught? In your development, have you been taught that that you have, you know, um, spirit animals as your guides? I want to know that because I listened to this in, in a group the other day and I cringed. And I've been asked questions like this in the past. So I hope this gives a little bit of clarity and you understand it a little bit more. And if you've got any questions, reach out to me. Have a great Sunday, a great week coming and stay safe. God bless. You've been listening to Deadly Departed with renowned evidential medium and author Jock Brokas. Jock Brokas. If you like what you've heard, make sure to pick up a copy of the Deadly Departed book. Don't forget to share the episodes and send in your questions to us about anything paranormal and the afterlife. Tune in next time to Deadly Departed, the do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication.